Hey, my name's Jade and welcome back to It's a Mind Game. Sorry about today's episode being a day late. However, yesterday it was a nice day for Kasima to just want lots of cuddles and be a little bit clingy and it left me with no time at all to report this episode. But I'm super happy that I'm here now and that I can have some time to chat with you and I'm so happy that you're here to join me. Um, Today I wanted to talk about going all in and more than anything, the survival guide to going all in. Um, For some of you that have just about to start the process or have been in the process for a little while, um, you might find that it's quite the roller coaster when it comes to being motivated, to being demotivated, to feeling uplifted, to feeling absolutely soul crushed. Um, It's just all over the place. Um, If you are on the all in journey and you're super happy about it and I don't know, it feels easy for you, probably not the most intriguing podcast for you to listen to because if you're in a really good place and don't feel like you need a survival guide then um yeah don't don't bore yourself with it but if you feel like you could do with a few tips and tricks to getting yourself through it then 100% you're in the right place and I hope you learn a few things to make the process easier um Okay, so disclaimer, Kasima is asleep right now. She could start to wake up, so if you hear some baby cries, that will be her. Um, But first things first, when it comes to going all in, I found that you need to have a plan. Um, Often, if you've been addicted to exercise, you might have been allocating, you know, two hours a day to that. Um, And by the time you factor in, you know, driving to the gym, having a shower, all that sort of thing, that two hours turns into about three hours. So all of a sudden you're in this position where you know you want to recover your period and a really good thing to do is reduce your exercise, but you're left with three hours a day of nothing. And often than not, that nothing is filled with negative thoughts of guilt or questioning yourself, looking in the mirror, worried about weight gain, Um, you know, nothing productive. So you need to find something to fill in that time. So when I was going through my all-in journey, I replaced my daily exercise at the gym with going for a walk, doing yoga and meditation. Um, I found that if I allocated, say, an hour to a walk, half an hour yoga, uh, 15-minute meditation, that it sort of ticked off the... I don't know what the right word is... Um, that I'd accomplished something for the day. So it wasn't my normal strenuous routine, but I still felt like I had accomplished what I set out to do, which was walk, yoga, meditate. Um, However, you might not be into walking, meditation, yoga. I wasn't too much when I started, um, but I still wanted to get exercise in and they were nice light methods for me. Um, And also I had a dog at the time who absolutely loved going for walks and things like that. So it was perfect for her as well. Other things you can do though is you can replace some of that time with journaling. So getting your thoughts out of your mind and onto paper. A lot of the time when we get into these crazy mindsets or thought processes is we keep them trapped in our own head and they seem to catastrophize. And by the time we get them down on paper, or if you are able to talk to a friend about it, they're actually not as bad as what we make them out to be in our minds. Um, So journaling can be really helpful. If you're into cooking, cooking up new recipes, and venturing into the kitchen Um, if you want to experiment with foods that might be fear foods then that's really cool if you like your veggie based meals as well then you know whatever's going to make you happy you do that Um, 
Reading is a really good one too if you're into reading or audiobooks. Um, FaceTime coffee dates because ISO life, we can't really do normal coffee dates at the moment. Uh, researching or learning a new skill can be really great. Often um, when it comes to going all in and letting go of exercise, we've lost our hobby, we've lost what makes us happy, we've lost just how we fill in time, what makes us feel good about ourselves and we're just left in sort of a hole going, well, what am I without exercise? What do I do without exercise? Um, and in some cases, will people even like me without exercise? Um, so having those backups there and knowing what you're going to do, that's Casima, if you can hear her, oh my goodness. Um, that's what you need to sort out. Um, another thing to do, which is fabulous and fun as you want it to be, is buy some clothes. Okay, you need to buy some clothes that is going to support your journey. So highly likely there is going to be a little bit of weight gain and it could be one kilo, it could be 10, nobody knows. It's up to your individual body and the journey that you take. But wearing leggings that are a size small or an extra small, or even if you're currently a medium or a large, if they're going to get tighter and you're walking around the house or out in public thinking about how tight they are and how much weight you've gained, that is not going to serve you. So go shopping, buy a pants size that's a bit bigger, buy a nice hoodie or a t-shirt or whatever it is that you see online and you love. Um, again, saying online because I don't know what kind of retail shops are open depending on where you're listening from. Um, but have those clothes ready to go because there is nothing worse than you wake up in a really good mood, say you're energized, you had a good day of food the day before, you feel rested, um, you're not stressed, and then you put on leggings that fit you a week or two weeks ago and suddenly they're cutting in and they're too tight and within seconds, you're crushed. It's just not worth it. So get those clothes out and ready. Um, have a list of supports. So it doesn't have to be a physical written list, but um, the HA journey is a bit of a weird one and you might have realized already that there are some friends and family members that you can talk to and they're empathetic or um, they give you positive feedback about the journey or sometimes they might be the strong support who tells you to just drink some concrete and soldier on. Whatever they are to you, if they are helping you with the journey, keep them close because you are going to have some rough days and they are going to be really important on those rough days. They're also super important to celebrate with as well. Um, you might be a part of some forums on Facebook. So the No Period Now What Facebook group is a super popular one. Um, you can DM me on Instagram anytime at all. I'm more than happy to chat pretty much all day or night about the process. Um, or you might even just have some profiles on social media that are very body positive, um, self-care, wellness. They're not, hey, let's get super shredded in the next eight weeks. Um, which leads me into my next one. You might need to do a social media detox. Um, if you're looking at your previous fit inspos and looking at them doing their summer diet or their beach body program or showing their abs and things like that it's gonna naturally sort of twerk that desire in you as well where you want the abs or you want to train really hard or um you want to go run 10k because that's what you normally do and you know your fit buddy's running 10k as well um probably not what you need to see right now but perhaps you seeing someone who 
has a curvier build who's super confident in her bikini and absolutely loving life and she's done a post about I don't know confidence or self-care maybe that's what you need to be looking at instead because essentially during all in there's a part of our brain that needs to be rewired that attachment to weight loss or to excessive training or to excessive dieting we're trying to heal that so seeing people living the life you desire to live um, or having thought processes that fall in line with thoughts that you want to rely on in the future is going to be really positive reinforcement for you Um, there is some really great people to watch on youtube and Obviously, it's a personal thing. So for a while, I gravitated towards Marissa Peer and particularly her talks on I Am Enough. Um, And that sort of links into the fact that a lot of the time we get into these behaviors or habits because we start to link our physical body or our athletic ability to our happiness or to people's desire to like us and want to hang around us. Um, and I was myself included. I was a personal trainer and um, I used to inspire a lot of people to live a healthy and fit lifestyle because of the strength that I had and the physique that I had. Um, And when I went all in, I really thought that those people wouldn't want to talk to me or see me anymore. Um, In hindsight, I know that was really silly, but at the time that was even half of my motivation to stop being a personal trainer in order to fulfill going all in because I I knew I couldn't commit to um, going all in and being in the gym 24-7. My mindset's totally changed now and there's a few people that I lost contact with that I've reconnected with and in all honesty I've I've apologized to them because I totally went MIA on them because I was too scared that they would see me and they disapprove. Um, Every person that I've reconnected with who I had thoughts like that towards has turned around and they were actually so happy that I decided to put my health first and, you know, couldn't give a rats about weight gain or anything like that. And looking back, I feel so silly that I felt like I needed to hide from people. Um, you know, why did I put such a focus or emphasis that people only liked me for my athletic ability or for my physique? Um, it's, it's just a bit silly and it's not like I was an elite athlete or anything like that, but I had constructed this idea in my head that unless I had abs or I was training copious amounts of hours a week, that people wouldn't want to talk to me. Um, so on a self-discovery front, all in will teach you a whole lot of things because if you have those similar sort of thought processes, it's really nice when you have those penny dropping moments of People like you because you're kind. They like you because you're a good listener. They like you because you're a good friend. Um, There's so much more to you than your training or your diet or your physical appearance. Um, So that's that's a really eye-opening moment and I really look forward to experiencing that if you're in the same boat as me or the boat that I was in. Um, With the list of qualities or why people like you, that's another really good thing to go to as well because if you are or your confidence does come from your physical appearance or your training, um, obviously not having that crutch to lean on is going to leave you feeling vulnerable. So having a go-to list of, you know, I'm that good listener, I'm a good person, I'm a good writer, I'm a good drawer, they're the things that are going to pick you up when you're having those down days. Um... 
just trying to think sorry I had a bit of a go-to list and I'm just scanning to see that I went through everything um, I think another really important thing to do as well is to da, 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 da. Um, oh that's right celebrate your effort and not your results so if you're a part of forums or you've been looking on Instagram or reading online, you'll see that some girls go all in and their period's back in two weeks, three weeks, four months, five years, you know, it's all over the shop. And often when we give up our sport or our diet or our exercise, we feel like something so important has been taken away. And then every day, all you focus on is where's my period? Where's my period? When's it going to come back? I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And it creates a bit of a negative spiral because suddenly you feel like it's owed to you that you get your period back. And it's just not like that. The whole thing about the journey, if I've learned anything at all, is just surrender. You need to accept the fact that you cannot control when your period will come back. You can only create an environment that's gonna allow your body to flourish and have a period. All right, you cannot control when it's going to come. You just need to accept that creating the best environment for your body to be healthy is optimal. That's the best thing you can do and that's all you can do and then you just need to roll with it and go with the flow no matter how hard it is, no matter how frustrating it is, no matter how many times you get fed up and think that it's not fair, it will happen. You just need to be patient and you need to be persistent and you need to have faith that your body knows what to do and how to do it. You just need to give it the right tools. Totally easy, easier said than done, but it can be done and it will be done. Um, so what I mean by celebrating your efforts and not results is you don't sort of want to get into a position where you think to yourself, well, I haven't trained or I haven't um, had diet soda or whatever else I've been having full calorie foods for the last three weeks where's my period or I've given up this and I've given up this so where's my period um see it's just negative and it's not going to help and it's gonna feed just a nasty mindset so instead celebrate hey I went for a one hour walk today how good oh my goodness it's been three days since I've gone to the gym it's been 10 days since I went to the gym um you might turn around and go, hey, I went out for lunch. I picked whatever meal I desired. I didn't go for the lowest calorie one and I enjoyed it. I loved every single bite. It could be that you um, started watching some YouTubes that inspired you to have better self-confidence or self-awareness or, you know, how to do some more self-care practices. Reward yourself for the effort that you're putting in to recover your period. That's going to inspire you and motivate you to keep taking that path. Okay, so if you're sitting there going, what I haven't done and I still haven't got my period, it's, it's going to make the journey feel so long and just nasty. But instead, we're going to go, oh my goodness, I really looked after myself today. I went for a relaxing walk. I did some meditation. Um... I don't know, maybe you draw or you like doing coloring in books and just reflect on how therapeutic it felt, how at ease your mind felt. Perhaps you spent some time looking in the mirror just saying good things about yourself. Like, um, I'm a nice person. Um, I'm really happy with what I'm achieving in my day-to-day -day life or I'm really grateful for my friends. 
Um, it could be anything at all, but we want uplifting things. And every time you find an uplifting thing, write it down, celebrate it, because you're gonna go back to it. And on the days that you're having a really rough day, you're gonna need those things to go back to more than ever. Because the road is bumpy, but it is so worthy. And at the time, things felt so difficult. And I remember having some days where everything was great and amazing. And then other days where I just felt so sorry for myself. Why me? It's not fair. I've had to give up everything. This sucks. I don't like it. Um, but once you recover and you get that period back, the feeling you're going to have tops everything absolutely everything and you will not regret the effort you put in to recover your period um i heard another girl who i've been speaking with on instagram and you're actually going to meet her in a couple of weeks say that she's never heard a story of someone recovering their period that was negative and that really resonated with me because in between my own story and hearing other people's stories it's true i've never heard of one female get their period back and say oh crap shouldn't have done that like it's so, it's such a great moment. It's such a proud moment. And more than anything, I think the pride comes with knowing the fact that you had to change so many elements of your life to get it back. It's not like you just took the magic pill and then huzzah, you know, you woke up with it. You might've had to sacrifice things that you love doing. You might've had to challenge every thought process you have um, to create a new daily routine or to love yourself in a different light or whatever it might be. But, um, sorry, I've gone on a bit of a raven rant. I get really passionate when it comes to recovery. Um, but getting back on track, have a survival kit in place. And the reason I call it a survival kit is because there is days where it feels like it's, it's not worth it. It's, it sucks. There's no point. I don't want to do it. I hate it. And you need to survive those negative days. So just refreshing back on things that we've talked about is goal setting. All right. How much time are you going to allocate to either walking, drawing, YouTubes, podcasts, self-development, um, maybe start taking a course, whatever it might be, set up a plan because those activities are what's going to fill your current exercise activity time. Okay, so you're replacing 60 minutes with a new 60 minutes or whatever it may be. Um, going shopping, buying some clothes, you know, it doesn't have to be a whole new wardrobe, just one or two pieces that you can put on and you're going to feel great no matter when you wear them. Um, having your friends and family as a support group, of course, super important. Um, Instagram, delete people that don't fall in line with your goals. So if they're looking to get super shredded and dieting and all that sort of thing, you probably don't need to be looking at that right now. Okay, follow people that are inspire you to grow, to nourish, to love yourself endlessly and shine that positive light. Um, celebrating your efforts, always celebrating your efforts. Celebrate everything you've done to nourish your body, to look after your body, to look after your mind. So important. And then, of course, um, just listing your good qualities. Be familiar with what makes you who you are. And for everybody listing, that will be something different and unique. And that's perfect. That's exactly what we want it to be. Be true to yourself and honor the process whether it be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, by the time you recover, you will be so proud of the effort you've put in. I promise you that. 
And if you ever want to reach out to me on Instagram, because that tends to be what I use the most, by all means, send me a direct message, um, have a chat, whatever else. If you're having a rough time, hey, I'm happy to talk to you about it. If you're having a super great day and you're feeling uplifted or you got your period back and you want to jump for joy and celebrate it with one extra person, DM me. I would absolutely love to hear from you. I've been waffling for about 20 minutes now and um, Gazima has officially woken up. Um, I did sort of just go on a raven rant for this episode because I feel like if I had have done something structured, it emotionally probably wouldn't have connected or resonated with you. And a lot of these episodes um, are coming from a place of vulnerability, excitement, um, you know, a whole world of mixed emotions. But I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if I've waffled on a little bit, I'm sorry. Um, thanks so much for listening in. And I hope to see you in the next episode. You're with Jade and this is It's a Mind Game.